Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast with Larry Barker and Drew Klein. The Healthy Church Podcast is an honest conversation about what it means to be part of a healthy church. There are no perfect churches because they're all filled with imperfect people led by imperfect leaders. But by God's grace, we can begin to dialogue about what changes can be made in our lives as leaders and in the churches we serve in order to better love God and His people. For more information and other resources, go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast. My name is Drew Klein, here with our host, Larry Barker. Larry, uh, this is a, a good opportunity to talk to some guys. You know, we talk about spiritual health, soul health, church health quite a bit. And I think a big part of that is making sure that as pastors, we take time. Yeah. We, we do the intentional things, not only uh, weekly or monthly, but just, just some uh, in a regular rhythm in our lives yeah. that we're focused on health. And so I think that's kind of where we're headed today. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is because a big thing that we like to talk about with Healthy Church Solutions and Healthy Church Podcasts is can a church be healthy? if the pastor's not healthy, mm-hmm. and the importance of making sure that we are ministering out of our overflow. I think a lot of times, and we've talked about this recently, Drew, that pastors think, well, um, you know, uh, working in the ministry is my first priority, and it's not. Yeah. Your first priority is your intimacy with Christ. And out of your intimacy with Christ, then your ministry flows out of that. So how do we find personal health mm-hmm. and i think a big part of that is discovering healthy rhythms yeah. in our life absolutely well, a good friend told me a long time ago you can't draw water from a dry well that was That's one of it. our that was one of our first podcasts it was and that has always stuck with me if you don't have some spiritual health in your own life or something to give to somebody else what are you going to give them yeah. you're, you're not going to have anything and it's so important for us to do that as leaders and know yeah. That. So we got a couple guests here today that we who are pastors and uh, friends, and just want to kind of talk to them about you know what that means in their lives and some things that they do uh, to remain healthy, and talk a little bit about our recharge conference, which its whole intention of this conference coming up in September is a place you can go and get amongst others who understand, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, hey, we're all in this thing together. We're not alone. Mm -hmm. I think it's good sometimes to sit down with other guys and hear, oh, wait a minute. They're having those challenges too. They're going through those things. It's not just me. But to get away, get recharged, get refreshed, kind of, you know, just get that energy level spiritually built back up again. Right. Awesome. Well, you guys introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and where you are. I'm Mike Book. I get to pastor at Prospect in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and uh, I've been there 10 years, going on 11 now. Um, So I'm been blessed to be there and I understand the need to be recharged uh, <laughs> and I we were blessed to be able to go to the recharge this year uh, Teresa and I got to go and we uh, my wife Therese and I got to go and we have gone to Oasis in the past right. you know sure. Pastors Oasis and for us that was always a time that we look forward to to being able to as the phrase goes unplug but also not just unplug, but also be plugged into by what happens there. Awesome. Uh, so that was this last year. Uh, we were blessed to be there for uh, all of it. Um, we enjoyed the the speakers that were there. Uh, I especially enjoyed a time whenever they split 
the the wives and the husbands yeah. and, and the pastors and allowed them to focus because the wives have needs that are di- yeah. men, women are different men. What? Pastor, yes, <laughs> I've heard are. that rumor. It is true, and they uh, need things differently. So yeah. we were blessed to have Steve Crawley spoke to us and yep. and and specifically about men and pastors. Uh, so it was a blessing to do that. So that's that's what I get to do. I'll let you talk to the other. Well, uh, let me piggyback on okay, something you okay. said there for right. a second, Mike, before we get to Ken. Um, we are going to have the breakouts again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Heidi and my wife, Heidi Sorrells, who works with me with Healthy Church Solutions, they're going to be talking to the wives and uh, doing a breakout on their prayer life, their intimacy with Christ, and their walk with Christ. And then myself and another are going to be taking the men and doing the same there. And, and we do need to remember the wives need the refreshment and I'll tell you, any guy out there that says, well, I'm in this alone, if you're married, no, you're not. No, you're not. That is right. <laughs> no, you're I, not. I've said more than once, there's many times where my wife has been a better pastor's wife than I've been a pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just done that. I don't know about Drew, but I'm under conviction. That's <laughs> absolutely true. I'm just nodding my head over here. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very true. That's a good point, Mike. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, Ken, introduce yourself to us, buddy. My name's Ken Beaver. I've been pastoring Cathedral in Jonesboro for four years. And part of what drew me to the recharge last year was, uh, of course, some individuals to help. Right. Defer some of the costs. Yeah. Uh, but also, um, part of what you guys tuned in on was you can do a whole lot going through the motions without ever really being activated. Uh, and sometimes in pastoring, uh, we know everything has to get done. Yes. And so we start working through all of the, the fundamental things that have to be covered. Otherwise, people get angry. Yep. And then we neglect the more weightier things at times mm. of the right focus and position and, and really communing with God mm-hmm. before <laughs> doing all those things. So part of what I was focusing in on was trying to hammer home with education, being encouraged, and, of course, the recharge is right up right up that alley yeah. taking care of the pastor and and the, my wife my wife and i both were able to attend and uh we actually got to sit at the same table and enjoyed time just cutting up and then of course if you can come with someone who's near in your association it makes your relationship that much richer being able to share in some of these experiences of i love growth, that personal growth yeah. Yeah. yeah i love that too i've said for years something about conferences it's not always the planned session Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. the conversation at the table. It's the dinner. It's walking down the hallway. It's uh, just seeing someone beginning to share. And and then all of a sudden, uh, you're praying for one another. Yeah. And those can be much more important than the actual program. Yeah, we thoroughly enjoyed playing after yeah. the entire program before retiring to our, our course for the evening. Wade isn't here, but yeah. uh, I know he and his wife both brought a game. I forget what it was called, uh, but it was basically um, a Christian version of, oh, I forget the game of things where you just kind of say say something. You Someone has to gain cards, and all of a sudden there was probably about 12 of us all in the live yeah. lobby of the <laughs> hotel uh, kind of having snacks, joking around, and Pretty soon after a while, you realize, okay, wait, we're all people. Yeah. Wow. And we're not just pastors. We're individuals that like to have fun. We're individuals wow. that like to 
build relationships and enjoy company. And so that was fun. You know, it's interesting. We were just talking to some students about youth ministry, but we don't ever we don't ever uh, make any statement about the fact that or any problem with kids playing games. Yep. But then we become adults and we go, well, we're not going to play games. I mean, surely, you know, but it, it's that it's that kind of stuff, having fun, being real, not having to be perfect or competing or some other, just being people in marriages with relationships and having fun with people that we can then build a relationship to go deeper to soul issues. You know, we forget to do that in the church. We forget to do it as pastors. And I love that you did that because it breaks down those walls. It breaks down those weird things that we carry with it, with one another though. You know, we don't intend to, but we do. And so I love the fact that that was a part mm. of that. Hey Mike, I'd like to ask you in the area of pastoral health, personal health, overall holistic, you know, the, not, not just the physical, but the spiritual, emotional, intellectual, the soul that God has given us. Are there any, any things you've learned in that area of a pastor, man? Here's something I need to make sure I protect and, and that I'm careful in from the standpoint of my own personal soul care. As far as trying to take care of my own soul, I know there's, there's been many times when I've allowed it to get dry. Yeah, and I've been in the ministry now since '99, pastoring since '99, and there have been too many times I've let that happen. And when that happens, it it seems like if I let it happen, it becomes harder to get that to climb back up the mountain. Probably because I'm getting older, uh, <laughs> it's part of that, but also because I know how important it is so i disappoint myself when i let that happen i'm just being real i do yeah there's times that i allow too many things going out and i don't come back in this sore that we're sitting in right now yeah part of the reason why i'm here i'm here with our youth minister but ken and i both got off just two weeks of church camp and yeah and church camp's great but it's so high energy and you're sleeping yeah, in is. a weird place and you got a bunch of boys that don't necessarily smell good while you're in the cabin with them and it's just challenging physically in different ways and the older i've gotten the more i've realized that if i don't take that time like i'll be honest just before i came down here i took a nap mm -hmm. okay i did good. adrian rogers once said one of the most holy things you can do is take a nap sometimes <laughs> so that's what i did jesus because, napped yeah that's true he was in a boat in a storm taking right. a nap. exactly so there to keep me refreshed, I have to have a quiet time. And what I mean by that is not something that I just do, but something where I just get alone with God. And there's, I've got a plan where I read through Scripture, but there are many times where that gets interrupted or I get behind. But I just have to have that time with the Lord because if I don't, I will get dry and I become less than what God wants me to be. Awesome. So I just know I have to do that. If I don't do that, it gets bad. And, and I let it happen sometimes because I get too focused on too many other things. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and I'll say this, that, you know, the, I was blessed to go on a prayer retreat with you, yes. Larry, uh, not very long ago. And that was such a blessing. It was just an overnight basically thing, but it was time where we not only came together and spoke, but we also had time separate where we yes. spoke with God. And, yeah. and that was 
a good recharge for me as well. And I didn't know you were going to bring that up, but since you did. I did. If they'll <laughs> reach out to Drew and I, and he always gives the contact info, mm-hmm. if you're interested in listening, pastors and leaders, and would like to be a part of one of our prayer retreats, we'd love to connect with you and let you know when some dates are coming up. Yeah, And definitely. so they can do that. Because I know, Drew, I know you were at one of our prayer retreats also. And Ken, I know you signed up uh, to be a part of one. And we just want to let everyone know it's a great opportunity to get away with some other men and spend some time in prayer alone, praying for one another, but then also encouraging one another. You're also asking about recharge. Yeah. You know, that's part of what helps me to stay where I need to be because recharge is something we not only look forward to, but it's something we draw from afterwards as well. Good. Because I know one of the, there are many things that went on there, but one of the blessings for us was when Jenny Owens sang. Yeah. Oh, such a blessing. <laughs> she and was. And for those of you who don't know who she is, she is, she's been blind since a little girl. Yep. And she has a beautiful voice and she didn't just sing, but she also ministered mm-hmm. to us. And it yep. was, it was a blessing. She did a she did a great great job. She did. So Ken, what do you do in the area of uh, how do you protect yourself in the area of soul care? Well, I think it's kind of what Mike said. Sure. Trying to keep a focus of taking time. Right. You've got to rest. You've got to have time to cut loose. You've got to have time to be around people that you know are going to encourage you. And pastors. Well, that's key. Sometimes we can be very critical a lot of times we can be very understanding and gracious and uh, it takes a little bit of comfort a little bit of relationship before we mm-hmm. are much more willing to say okay wait we're all the same right yeah. uh, we're all struggling yeah we all are looking for answers right. and we all have to depend upon the one that's we know is going to give us those answers so uh, it allows us some time. I think Jenny, you mentioned Jenny. I was thinking one thing that stood out for me was as she was ministering and singing, one of the things she said was, look, uh, I don't have time for polite prayers. I mean, that struck home <laughs> with me, and I have really encouraged others, look, there's there's a lot of time that you're given. Uh, we don't know how much, but sometimes we don't have time for the polite prayers. We just wow. need to be real and genuine. Right. And so I think part of it is education. I know... Uh, we had Steve Crawley. We did. Uh, he helped, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, um, I can't remember his name, but the football player. Uh, oh, Luke McCowan. He was awesome. He I was. Mean, he did a great job. Uh, I know, um, let's see, we also had Seth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, it was just, it was a balance. And you yeah, guys did that real well, and I'm looking forward to seeing this year. Part of me going into it is knowing, okay, I'm going to get some education. I'm going to get some regulation of my feelings. I'm going to be mm-hmm. able to allow relationships to build. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just enjoy my wife and my time with Wow. Brothers. Jonesboro this time. It's what? A little closer to Jonesboro. Yes, it is. Yeah. Going to be in Hot Springs September 27th, 28th, and 29th. Yes, Drew, that was a shameless advertisement. I was waiting on it. No. Were you waiting yeah. on uh-huh. it? Okay. Okay. Well, Say it again. Go. Just make sure we heard it. Oh, it was September 27th, 28th, 29th. Uh, reach out to us as you'll give that info here in a second. And I want to talk about the importance of a lot of the things y'all mentioned because we talk about rhythms. And I, I say all the time, you got to divert daily. 
That's your daily devotionals, mm-hmm. quiet time, whatever you do. And then you need to withdraw weekly, take a Sabbath. You need a rest. You need to be able to break away. You need to do something different. Um, I've always been amazed that Paul lists all the things that he went through in the ministry. And it, I mean, shipwrecks, beatings. And then he says, and the care of the churches. Mm-hmm is in that list. And I'm, I think we miss that, Drew. Yeah. I think we miss the weightiness and the burden, and it just weighs down on us. Yep. So you got to divert daily, got to withdraw weekly, measure monthly, and just that's just the kind of idea, okay, how did we do and where we were headed and reevaluate and take a look? But one of the things is abandon annually. And I tell pastors and leaders all the time, one of the most spiritual things you do is marked down when your vacation is going to be. We yeah. don't think that's exactly what Steve said. Yeah. He said at the beginning of the year, you write down your family vacation, and nothing changes that, and, and that's what you stick to. And I think that's part of us pastors. We know yeah. there's going to be a demand. Um, part of the problem that I know I have had is I haven't really allowed others to grow Yeah. and helping to equip them to navigate how do you decide you've got to keep in mind that you've got a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations so bringing up others behind you and Mm -hmm. and just putting them and saying okay these are some of the expectations of the congregation you can tolerate some of the movements here if you get a little too far okay you're going to be in trouble and then just let them grow and make mistakes and yeah and and grow from that that's good and so that just takes time it does well and, and this week at recharge or weekend is is uh not necessarily vacation, right? This is this is a, a Sabbath to some degree. Yes. yes. And so those probably are two separate things. Yeah, you want to get away with your family and, and yeah. really focus on them. This is an investment in your soul, in your ministry, in your life. And yep. I think it would be good, Larry. To, I mean, I think... I think it would be great if churches invested in this for their pastors. Exactly. I think it'd be awesome because that was the second thing I was going to say. Because you're right, vacation's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I always like, every year I like to think, okay, where do I want to go to get fed, mm-hmm. to get refreshed? Yeah. To get Because vacation builds me up in one way. And let's be honest, sometimes we take vacations, we come home and we need to rest. Need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need, we need a vacation. But I also want to go somewhere, uh, some conference, that, mm-hmm. and that's what the heart of Recharge is. Right. Hey, come here. Let us pour into you. Matter of fact, let, let me tell you one of the rules that uh, we have. I get asked all the time, hey, can we set up a table? I said, yes, you can. But you're going to give people something. You ain't going to sell people something. Because yeah. Recharge is we want to give you resources. We want to pour into your life and we want to give you something that you can take mm-hmm. home that's going to just build you up i love that verse uh gosh first thessalonians 5 uh, 11 i believe and it says that we're to encourage one another and build one another up mm-hmm. man we're we're in this not to tear one another down right we're in it to to build one another up, and that's what recharge yeah, is. That's good. I wanted to mention this before I sure. forget it. There is a great one of the guys that we really appreciate is Pete Scazzaro. Yes, we do. He has a great podcast yes, on does. vacation. He does. And so, if you ought to check that out about what it means for leaders to vacation well, but yeah. uh, anyway, I just want to put that out there. But yeah, what else? What else would you guys share with us as far as why this is needed uh, for pastors to take this time? Because I think some guys think. I don't, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't, why is this something we need to make a priority? Well, personally, I've, I've heard from pastors and I've seen it even in congregants, uh, 
we're fighting a, a warfare within the mind. Yeah. And you can go through all the negative thoughts that we, we battle with. I'm not enough. Uh, sure. I'm not worthy. Uh, mm. I'm not. Yeah. So true. I'm not smart enough. I'm, right. You know, sometimes it's just plain I'm stupid. <laughs> right. Right. And we beat ourselves up quite a bit. Uh, however, the toll that that takes when we always are presenting mm-hmm. something different, um, it, it continues to take away our motivation. Yeah. It uh, is just causing all kinds of problems in how we are able to function with our families, our right. marriages, uh, our children. Right. And so. It, it's it's needed. I think churches um, are going to need to uh, really recognize that pastors they're not going to last forever, mm-hmm. and so how we value them now and demonstrate is going to say a lot to the children. It's going to say a lot to their their spouses as as well as you know. I think there's a whole another generation of ministers that are getting ready to just burst forth. Yeah, I know we had one uh, just right after church camp. Jake Flute surrendered to ministry. And awesome. uh, he is so excited. And, and, and uh, I know even within my family, uh, there's so many thoughts within my son. I, I can hear it in his voice. And <laughs> I just told my wife the other day, I said, oh, man, part of me is really excited because I love seeing <laughs> yeah. the passion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other part of me is I've never had a, a really a, a bad experience, mm. but I've heard so many horror stories. Sure. Yeah. And somehow they get a lot of the publicity. Right. Uh, I've got to say without hesitation, the various pastors, uh, churches that I've pastored, just two, they have been very, very invested in maintaining well care for their pastor and for their pastor's family. Yeah. And, uh, and well, I just... The payoff of that, I mean, when you invest spiritually and emotionally in your pastor and his wife... Yeah. I mean, that's going to pay off in their family. That's going to pay off in his preaching. It's going to pay off in the church leadership. It's yeah. just, it's good on every aspect. So that's I, very, very yeah. true. Yeah. It's a good word. Good word, Ken. Yes, sir? Um, as, as far as, uh, what was the question? I was so engrossed in what Ken was saying. I, I well, Drew what asked it. I'll let him ask it again. What was the question? The question, you know, basically just, um, why is this need? Like, why is this needed? Why is it? Why do we need to remember to take these times that you know Larry mentioned weekly, daily, monthly, annually? Like what? Why? What is? What's the purpose? Uh, I here? think there's so many times where we forget that what we're doing, we're doing it as human beings. And right. Yes, God fills us with power, but we have to remember that we can't push our bodies beyond certain limits until they break. And once you break, you're broke. You know, I know God can restore, and I know God can hmm. can build us back up. But there's that there's the scary time of when you break, what else is going to break with it? Because when if a pastor falls apart, if a pastor gets weak, if a pastor has struggles that that reverberates throughout the whole church, you know, and, and if a, to pull away and take time to strengthen yourself is an investment. It's not a, it's not something that you're wasting. It's something you're making right. available to help be able to do what you need to do for your church and your family. I, I had a pastor years ago when I first started pastor and he said, you are, you do not make this church number one. And I said, what do you mean? Because in my mind, it's like, I'm becoming a pastor. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. He said, God's supposed to be number one. Your wife should be number two. Your children should be number three. And this church should be number four. And when you put it on that list and that perspective, yes, you love your people and you're there for them, but they're not the most important thing on the planet and we got to remember if we don't strengthen ourselves we can't take care of any of those four 
Yeah. Right. That's good. That's a good word. And we've recommended a couple of different books, but what you guys have said have reminded me of Leading on Empty mm-hmm. by Wayne Cadero. Mm-hmm. And it's a gr- pastor, if you haven't read it, you ought to read it. There's another one out called How to Lead and Still Have a Life. Uh, I think his name's Burke, Dale Burke. And, uh, and, and it just reminds us, because I love what you guys have mentioned. We're just human. Yeah. We're flesh and blood, right? And uh, and we got to remember that. And we even had a, a podcast, uh, another podcast. We were talking to John Michael Poulin, and he was talking about sometimes pastors think they've got to keep this separation, and mm-hmm. and uh, and no, we just I think people want to see we're real, we're authentic, mm-hmm. we struggle just like they struggle. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I was pastoring and uh, a lady in our church dropped by uh, the house and uh, she knocked on, she had something for Shelby. Shelby had run the store, so I went to the door. And when I opened the door, all of a sudden she lets out this large gasp. And I said, what is the matter, Jennifer? She goes, I didn't know pastors could wear shorts. <laughs> and I said, get over it, girl. <laughs> and you know, but... If we allow ourselves to try to live up to those kind of expectations, yeah. oh, my stars. Yeah. We're just, it's not realistic, right. Ken. That's exactly I'm right. I'm thinking about the Apostle Paul writing things like, uh, I do, and this is, he's writing to the church. The church in Rome, he's saying, I don't, why do I do the things I don't want to do? He's leading through brokenness. Yes, he you is. You know, he's writing to another, another congregation when he says, I'm the chief of all sinners. Yeah. So he's bringing the congregation, he's bringing the church into the very reality that we are human beings, broken in need of the grace of Jesus. And if we don't model that in the moments of our brokenness and humanity, how do we expect our people to walk through the junk of their lives with the grace of Jesus and their brokenness, you know? So that's it's so important. Leading through brokenness—that's a great word. You had something else? Well, I was, was going to say, I think, I think, I know I've done this as pastors. We don't, we do not take time to recognize the need. Yeah. Personally, to do recharge, we don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be very dangerous. Yes, and, it can. Uh, you know, we're all going to make mistakes, and and if we forget Jesus, uh, hmm. number one. Uh, it's not too late. And just like the saying goes, yeah. you know, if you forget about Jesus at church, don't feel too bad. His parents left him there when he was young and many people have never gone back to look for him since. And so we need to yeah. all recognize we need to get back Amen. and find the need of getting time yeah. with our wives, getting time with each other. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, last year, you guys had a, a wonderful balance yeah. of rest, relationship, yeah. Enjoying education, uh, it was just very encouraging. Yeah, I will also say I cannot remember the pastor who spoke last at the recharge, but he had fought through COVID. He had been in ICU. Yes. Um, what was his name? Do you remember? Uh, Ronnie. He pastors in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, we're he's not from far Texas, from there. But he was such a blessing to me to to in just what he shared that he thought he was leaving this world and about preparing yourself for when the time comes when God will take you out of mm-hmm. this world and being ready for that. Absolutely. And I know we're talking about recharging, but there'll come a point where God is done with us. And yeah. when he gets done with us or he takes us out of this world or whatever, what we're leaving behind is just as important as what we're doing now. Yeah. You know, Because there's too many times where I've heard a pastor stand in a pulpit, resign, and leave, mm-hmm. and there's nothing 
right. it's just a mess when he's it left, is so well let me speak to recharge a little bit i think we're about ready to wrap this up and i'll hand it back to you drew first of all men thank y'all yeah thank y'all for You're your welcome. hearts and your lives and thank uh you. uh your families and your ministries and uh thankful for your friendship um but at recharge this year we're gonna have bill elif which Bill Eliff doesn't just talk prayer, he lives prayer. He's written a couple excellent books, mm-hmm. uh, Gospel Present, I'm sorry, um, Presence Centered Church and Simply Prayer. He'll be our main speaker instead of different speakers this year. He's going to speak on that uh, three times in a row. And the reason being is our heart in this recharge, Jesus, when all the crowds were pressing upon him, what did he do? Yeah. He went away yeah. and he got alone. He needed to recharge. Mm -hmm. He needed to refresh. He needed to hear from the Father what the Father had for him to do next. And, man, if you read that passage in Mark, all these people are coming to him. And I can see myself in that scenario, Drew, and I'd have been saying, Honey, I can't come home, man. People are here. Things are happening. Souls are getting saved. And I'll just work through the night. And Jesus goes off and gets alone with the Father at that Mm -hmm. very moment. So uh, we want to invite you to come, uh, be recharged, get refreshed, and be reminded. And I love Bill Eliff uh, as a friend, but also as a servant. I've never seen him talk about prayer. His eyes don't Mm -hmm. just well up with tears. uh, Because it's not something he talks about. It's something he practices. truth. It's true. Yeah. Guys, thank you for your time today and being with us. Hey, and for those of you listening today, we are interested in you. And it is our heart that you have a ministry that is lived out from a healthy perspective, not only in your walk with Jesus, but with your family, with your local body that you're leading. And uh, this recharge is, is an example of how to invest in the things that matter in your soul. So take time weekly, take time daily, take time monthly, annually to really invest in the things that matter most. Thanks for listening again today to the Healthy Church Podcast, and we'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Healthy Church Podcast, sponsored by Activate, a church health ministry of the BMA. For more information, resources, and other related topics, please go to healthychurchpodcast.com or find us on Facebook at Healthy Church Podcast.